Welcome to the Be That Healing Girl podcast. And in this episode, we're going to go over how to fix overthinking in your relationship. Because if you're like me, I was totally self-sabotaging my relationships by overthinking. So in this episode, we're going to go over two major pieces of the puzzle to help you with your overthinking so you can actually feel more relaxed and to be at peace in your relationships. And if you're new here, I'm your host, Claire, and I love helping high achieving girlies to achieve in their love life, just like they're achieving in their careers and business. So in these two pieces, let's go over the first thing. And that is understanding that overthinking is basically a survival technique. You heard me. It's survival. You have learned to overthink somewhere in your early lived experience as a method to survive. All right. And when I say survive, sometimes, you know, we think like like the, the show Survivor, but really it's it's not quite that dramatic. But in some ways it was where we had to really be conscious or think through or process in our heads in order to find safety or security somewhere within our family or with our parental figures. Now, that safety is a strategy. And it honestly, it probably worked really well back then. Like you had to maybe, for me at least, I had to really think and be strategic about how much noise I made. If I was too loud in my bedroom when I was coming home from school or when I would be doing my homework, my dad would think I was playing and and really, I had a really strict household and time after school was for studying. I mean, this was pretty brutal. I just, you know, you go through a whole day of school, I would come home and have a snack and then I would just go and straight, go straight to studying. And I learned really early on that my safety, my dad wouldn't get mad and there would be consequences if he got mad that if I could just be in my room and be quiet and if I could just, you know, come up with a plan in my brain so that I could be as quiet as possible and maybe play a little bit, but really I was supposed to be studying, then I would be safe. So that's just my example of how a small example of how I developed overthinking as a strategy. I was constantly in my head like, okay, well, maybe if I read a little bit like a fun Ramona Quimby book, (laughs) that's going to like age me, then I can, I can, it's like I'm reading or it's like I'm studying. So I was always kind of in my head around the strategy so I could do what I wanted, but do it in a way that was covert, that it was a little hidden. So it's basically, and that's just my example, I'm sure if you were to do an inventory right now, you had other ways of staying safe through overthinking, of finding safety, of finding stability as you were growing up. Now, one of the things that I do with my one-on-one clients is shadow work. And if you have a hard time thinking about or looking back at like what that was, this is why shadow work is really powerful now. You can do shadow work by yourself. I mean, you could literally Google shadow work journal prompts and they're there. But the way that Carl Jung, who created this methodology in psychotherapy, P.S. I'm not a psychotherapist. Um, If you feel like counseling or therapy is what is necessary for you, definitely go for that. I'm pro-therapy and pro-counseling. 
but um, you can also explore shadow work on your own, but it's always best with support. It's always best with support. So whether you choose counseling or therapy, I also walk my clients through a version of shadow work to be able to see what your blind spots are. And that everybody has blind spots, just like we're driving in a car, every car, I don't care how if you drive a Miata or a Mustang or a van, <laughs> it's like hopefully not a creepy van, but we all have blind spots. All right. So there's a spot, no matter what car you drive, where you, somebody could be hiding in your blind spot. So just like cars, humans have blind spots. There's things that we actually can't see without the help of mirrors, right? So you look in the rear view mirror, you look in the side view mirror. We, when we have mirrors and the right support is a great mirror to help you look at what you cannot see, just like mirrors on a car, that helps you to actually look at where you picked this strategy up as far as overthinking and how you can actually move through that. And here's a shadow question, shadow work question that you could do on your own. And the way that this is best is you can ask yourself these questions out loud. You can hear me ask them, but it's also really powerful to write them down. I'm, I'm really pro journaling. Journaling is so important and we all know that, but actively doing it is a different thing. So whether you verbally do it or write it down, I recommend. So when it comes to overthinking, ask yourself the question, how do I feel from overthinking? Okay. Not what you're overthinking about, but how do, how do I feel when I overthink? How do I feel when I overthink? And quite honestly, for me, there's nothing great about overthinking for me. So ask yourself, okay, what do I feel? How do I act when I overthink? Now, this is an important one because inherently the act of overthinking is a disconnection. It disconnects us from ourselves and it also disconnects us, well, multiple things. It disconnects us from ourselves. It disconnects us from the present moment. Typically, overthinking is about the past or the future. And if you're anxious, it's typically about the future. Um, and it also can disconnects us from our partner, right? It disconnects us from that person that we're interested in or that we're in relationship with. So when we are overthinking, we typically act in a way that is disconnection. And connection is the currency that brings us closer together. So first question to ask yourself, how do I feel when I overthink? The act of overthinking makes me feel what? When I act from a place of overthinking, when I'm overthinking, how do I act? And then the last question is, what is the outcome that I get from overthinking, right? So when you ask yourself those questions, because the outcome is more of the same, you're just kind of spiraling, you're not actually getting traction. So when we are looking at how do I feel, how do I act, and what is the outcome, when you write those down and you look at the facts about what overthinking does for you, you're going to see that it's not beneficial, okay? And what's powerful about asking those questions is that you are directing and managing your thoughts instead of being swept up or at the effect of your thoughts, okay? So, and basically being a victim of your thoughts. So when we can ask ourselves those questions of what do I feel? How do I act? What's the outcome? 
we are directing and managing and giving some support for the energy of your thoughts. You're moving them in a direction that's actually in support of you, okay? So that's the first piece of the puzzle with fixing overthinking. The second one is gonna be harder for most of us. Honestly, I guarantee those of you that are listening or watching this that you're, it's easy for you to, okay, go through a process step by step. You're gonna, you probably have your journal out right now. You're gonna do it after you wa- listen to this or watch this on YouTube. You're gonna go and you're gonna do it. And honestly, I see you. (laughs) I know you. All right. Because I used to do this too. And it is one thing to be in our head. And honestly, when it came to really healing my, on my healing journey, healing my relationship, truly healing my relationship with myself, this is the key that's missing. And that is not just being in your head about solving the overthinking. It is actually about feeling your feelings. Okay. Because overthinking is a strategy that you learned to survive with, right? But feeling is actually the key to healing the wound that overthinking was intended to help with, okay? That, that might have been confusing, so you can listen to this again. But feeling is the act of healing the symptom of that overthinking is trying to act out. So the true core of this is feeling your feelings. And I guarantee that if you're like me, mm, I'd even say three years ago, feeling did not feel comfortable. In fact, that was freaking scary. And as I started doing my spiritual work and opening in my spiritual journey, like I had no clue, y'all. I had no clue how feelings were actually, I didn't know how feelings felt. (laughs) I know that sounds absolutely insane. I have done, I've done therapy. I've done counseling since I was 16. I actually had never given myself the permission and allowed myself to feel my feelings. And part of that was because my nervous system was jacked. It was so jacked. And when our, we look at our body as a system and holistically, when our nervous system is, is jacked, and what, that's what we, I look at with healing in the High Vibe Healing Reset, which is one of my programs, we, when you can start resetting your system, which is so beneficial to be able to do processes and heal deeply with things like overthinking, When you start to reset your nervous system to be in a more relaxed state and create space in your nervous system and also the act of of healing your nervous system also allows you to get more space in your thoughts and create some separation from your thoughts and what you feel. So that's kind of a side, side note to look at your nervous system. But if you are new to feeling your feelings, because for me, quite honestly, feelings are just never safe. They were, they were not okay to have to, in fact, I would even say that having feelings were dangerous that for me, my experience would be my, my dad would say, why are you crying? I'll give you something to cry about when he really was the one that was making me cry. So that's just my story. My example, I'm sure if you were to do some shadow work with either support or by yourself, it's best with support. But there are probably stories 
or instances where early in your lived experience, it was not safe to feel your feelings. And quite honestly, we don't even have to look very far. Like, look at our society. It's not okay for us to cry. If a woman cries, she's hysterical, right? She's crazy. So even the messaging, and by the way, PSs are not true. You are, you are totally 100% valid and allowed to feel your feelings. I'm just saying that's what that's typically the message from society that we hear. So uh, even in our society, forget our our childhood experience, but even in our society, it is not okay to feel our feelings. So here's the hot tip. If you are wanting to really take a step and move forward in uh, in healing your overthinking, and that is to accept acceptance is a very critical and vital first step in being able to heal the overthinking because once you can accept the, the feeling that is inciting your overthinking. So for example, maybe you're like, whew, I feel in my body, my heart is fluttering. I'm, I'm breathing really fast and I am feeling anxious. And instead of trying to tamp down or shut down the anxiety or distract the anxiety like my thing would I would get busy I clean the house or I'd do more work that is not healing okay that's avoiding and distracting so once you can accept and sit with those feelings then you're actively doing something because I know a lot of you like well what do I do Claire what do I do you have to feel the doing is in the feeling and then the being. And I could literally, that's a whole other episode about being and feeling and allowing is actually how you heal. So to fix overthinking, you got to look at the underlying emotions that are triggering that. You got to feel the heal. Earlier we talked about, you know, what's the survival tool? Overthinking is how you survived. And those questions of how do I feel, how do I act, and what's the outcome of overthinking, really, really powerful tools, a great foundation and a great start to help you. And if you're still overthinking, the next episode, we're definitely going to talk about what triggers. We kind of touch on it a little bit, but what actually triggers the overthinking because that goes even deeper. So tune in for that one. And if you like this episode or video on YouTube, hit the like button. And I'm also doing a giveaway for the special person that leaves a review. I'll be gifting somebody that leaves a review a one-on-one -on -one session. It's a $250 value. I would love to sit and talk with you, especially if you say something sweet about the episodes or how this content is helping you. I'll be announcing that on Instagram. So stay tuned as we get going with this podcast. Try these questions on. I believe you and have fun. Mwah.